0: Welcome to Your Living Life Legacy Matters Broadcasting Network powered by the Faith-Based Cause Initiative and National Radio Media Streamcast. It's been a very, very long month, but a very joyful month for the Faith-Based Cause Initiative. And on behalf of our chair, Dr. Pastor William Revely and Gregory P. Garland, uh, I am honored to serve as the executive to the chair. And in that regard, I have a duty and a function to bring to you what we know are the most impactful individuals that are still walking around in the greater uh, Southeast Michigan area. And when we think about black history and we look at the fine job our brother alumni uh, Damon um, in a, the rest of them are doing uh, on MSNBC, CNN, PBS. We can just go down the particular uh, scale and across the the board. Uh, This has been a uh, momentous Black History Month and all of them have been notable, but more so now than ever, it's important to illuminate really not just the heroes of the past, but heroes of the future. And I have the pleasure of introducing you to a uh, Uh, a special guest who really has walked the walk you know a lot of folks can talk it but very few people can walk it not because they don't want to walk it they just can't walk it and so his resume uh, certainly is converted to bio we're going to put it up on myfbci.com because we want our younger audience to see a life that has been well lived and the choices that have been made to put people before profits because this particular individual's background goes deep in the entrepreneurial perspective, also in the corporate perspective, in the understanding of how people evolve with their career options, and he is truly a public servant. He truly is a person that's a beacon of, of, of hope, and he can be looked at as that beacon of light during a dark, dark period of time during the pandemic. So, a listening audience, please uh, sit back. Don't relax. Uh, I want to introduce you to our special guest, Pastor Joseph Yelder. Pastor, thank you. how are you today? I'm doing fine. I'm here listening to you to share some words of uh, joy, happiness, and understanding with us as we have a conversation. Yes, sir.
1: That's good. Okay. We'll do... Um any questions for me that you need to ask, or, yeah, or background? I,
0: I, yeah, yeah. I, can you can you share with us your journey? Uh, you know, doing this Black History Month and maybe share someone who touched you along the way that may not be with us right now because you have an extensive background in touching youth and working with the underserved. Uh, and then we'll talk about the uh, present and the future soon thereafter. Okay, I guess I started out as
1: a boy in Alabama. I left Alabama many years ago with my parents in the 60s, early 60s. They moved to Detroit for better jobs. Sure. Like most people did um, from Alabama and Tennessee and Kentucky and so many other places to f- find work. And wh- when we came from, when I started out my first few years in school, though, I started out down south. We went to a three-room shack. And it has first and second grade in the, uh, one rooms, third and fourth in another, and then fifth and sixth. And that was the stint school went to the sixth grade but from that meager um situation it taught me how to become uh educated and that education in, in the south took me to uh understanding what i needed to be because so many people in, all, in those days we had to work on farms before we went to school we had to be at school at, at, at eight o'clock but before we went to the farm with the school we had to go to the farm and work from 5 a.m to maybe seven thirty a.m and get the work done. And then when my parents finally um, moved to the Detroit area, we came here and this was like a new world because I come from a world where it was no running water at the house, outhouse in the back. And it was it, it was totally different. Here, the store was on the corner in Alabama. The store was maybe two, three miles and the shortcut was through the woods which was a mile and a half. So it's a whole different atmosphere. Um, schools were closer, bigger. People were different. And so what I got from there is that I, if I wanted to succeed when I came to Detroit, and then I talked fast back then. Okay. Okay. And kids used to laugh at me and talk about me because of the way I talked, And they used to say, get, get Joe and Dave an interpreter.
0: Oh,
1: no. And it, it was it was deep because we were so used to thinking that we was talking in the same speed as them, but we weren't. We were talking faster. But it, it, what it did, though, for us, though, coming out of the South, it gave us a work ethic. And anytime you wanna be successful in life, you gotta be able to have a work ethic. If you don't have a work ethic, you're not gonna succeed. So for me, going to a high school through the Detroit public school system, uh, it was great. It, to me, it was easy because of the foundation that I got from when I was in Alabama. So finishing high school in Detroit, and and, and, and then moving on to college, a walk on in college, played four years for Wayne State University, okay? Oh, okay. Um, you can say I was a basketball star. I was, you know, I was pretty good in my day, you know. And from there, uh, I went to real estate school, got my bachelor's from Wayne State uh, in uh, psychology, got my master's from Central Michigan in administration, got my other master's from uh, Wayne State in uh, learning disability. So I, you can see why I've been educating myself down through the years. But then, a few months ago, I became the pastor of my church, which I've been there over 40 years. Oh. I've been the the system. I've been. I've been the janitor. I've been the, the superintendent of schools. I've been the chairman of the deacon board. Any kind of job that you can think resonate in a church, I have done. But I've done it out of love, and even to this day, I'm. I'm. I'm the minister of the church. But uh, our
0: congregation is small, but I know it's going to grow
1: because God is there.
0: Yes, absolutely. You understand know, what I'm saying? Well, Pastor, let me share this with you. Uh, uh, This is a very um, spiritual moment, not just for myself, but the Faith-Based Cause initiative uh, at all. And uh, we pledge to you our support to help you grow because based on your background, Uh, And understanding that the world is crying out, uh, crying out loud so much that um, it's silenced. Uh, When we take a look at the mental health uh, barometer Mm -hmm. of our children, we know something's going on. We know that there is some help that's needed, but as a culture, perhaps in the Midwest, uh, as an African American community, uh, it seems to be a stigma around needing some help. Yes. Now, uh, I spent my after. Bagley, Hampton, Mumford, Jackson College, uh, uh, University of Michigan playing tennis. Not not going to school and graduating, guys, but certainly playing a lot of tennis and going on the pro circuit because of Congressman John Conyers and Judge Edward Bell. You know, people that just held me up in the community, Uh, Mayor Coleman Young, Uh, being able to have the opportunity to uh, to go in that particular area, it was very fashionable on the West Coast, to say, well, you know what? That's a good uh, comment you made there, Pastor Yelder. I'm going to talk that over with my counselor. I'm going to be talking that with my uh, therapist. Because it was very popular. It was very chic, very uh, uh, successful to have a counselor, to have a, a, a psychologist, a psychiatrist. There was no stigma. So, Pastor, what do you feel we need to do to basically reinforce the fact that the first line of office and defense in the community, underserved in the community of color especially, is in fact a faith-based leader such as yourself, and we know our people need help, and how do you see things right now in terms of uh, maybe a uh, black history individuals you want to talk about that are supporting the cause along with you because when our listeners read this bio that i'm going to put up on our myfbic.com site you'll see the incredible work that pastor uh, joseph yelder has been doing not just in the last year or, or so that he got appointed as pastor but i think he's been pastoring and leading people pretty much all his life
1: i would tell you this here um Everybody has a ministry, okay. And your ministry, first of all, is your family first. Okay. Okay. Somebody has to be in the family to take the leadership role. Okay. Uh, one of the things about being a minister, I, I'm, I'm teaching people to love God, and if you learn God and learn how to learn the Bible and the, live the Bible way, your life will change, cause God got your back. So many times we stray away trying to find our way, thinking we can do things by ourselves. But in the meantime, doing it by yourself, you are an island. And you don't have a faith-based community, church, or anybody to really help you. But if you get closer to God, close to God's people, you're all on the same page. Then you find some type of uh, love. That's what the thing you don't have. And so our children are missing what? Love. They're missing uh, missing discipline. They're missing a, a person that they can look up to that can help them become better in their future. One of the things the church do for you is give your children a place they can go and they feel safe. With our society being so upside down, especially during this pandemic, when you really can't go nowhere or do anything, you need to know that God is real and that everything is going to be all right. You need to have a place you can go to get food. You need to go to a place where you can get uh, educated jobs uh, within the place where somebody is saying it's okay. It, it doesn't matter who you are or what you've been. It doesn't matter what addictions that you might have as far as uh, drugs or alcoholism or mental illness, whatever, you can come here and get help. If not at my church, somebody else's church. But first, though, you got to make the first step. Most people are, are afraid to make the first step. And the reason they're afraid to make the next step, they don't want nobody talking about them. They don't want nobody knowing their business. But the, the main thing, as is, is, is one of our old um, Detroit Public Schools uh, superintendent said, the main thing is the main thing. And the main thing is them.
0: Yeah.
1: And doing that, we are helping, helping them to become better. And that's mm-hmm. all what ministers do. Right. We reach out and try to help people.
0: You know uh, when you, uh, and again, uh, I'm sort of um, sort of following in the steps of of yours. Uh, My coach uh, at Mumford, Coach Jones, used to always say, "Let's make the main thing the main thing." Amen. And uh, you know, I tell our younger audience, uh, I mean, guys, remember, uh, you should never judge a book by the cover but judge the book the human being by what they have done uh, not their potential cuz you're at the age of 20 or under so when you read the story a pastor Joseph Yelder you'll understand that he's the type of pastor that if you need anything amen if you need anything okay you run quickly to a pastor a faith-based a community leader that has his type of bile he has done it okay and so when we talk about addiction we know it's a challenging time we know the pain the pain of life you know hurts so much and sometimes unbearable so whether it be food alcohol drugs shopping gambling whatever that addiction that you uh, tend to gravitate when your whole body's not at ease. We know that it's really tempting to go to disease and we want to share with you the remedy to that is to align yourself with a faith-based church like the church that's led by Pastor Yelder. Uh, He has regular services. He has support programs and your family's not too big and not too small. You know, draw close to Faith-based, cause-based, charitable-based leaders such as Pastor Yelder. And it's kind of interesting. When we always talk about faith-based initiative, cause-based initiative, and we talk about charitable outreach. Charitable outreach is the the level up. It's the next level up when you're able to give what you don't have. Amen. So that someone else can live and sidestep. You know different landmines so as we draw to a close here i'd like to uh, leave uh, uh uh things with uh, pastor yelder and ask him another question Of when we take a look at again black history month okay and we take a look at what's happening what message can you send to our mothers and fathers during these tough times
1: when i was a kid my heroes were like wilt chamberlain B.O. Russell, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, James Brown for his dancing, you know, um, um, Michael Max, Martin Luther King. um, They were great role models. Our kids need to find a role model. A lot of times uh, we we say, what's a role model? Well, that's somebody that's doing better than you. That's somebody out there that's working out in the field. That's somebody out there that's listening and that's helping. And And your role model could be your grandmother yes it can be your uncle your friend but somebody other than the the, the, someone in your household because you guys sometimes look outside of the house the household to find somebody but if you have somebody in your family that's a role model that's helping you showing you taking you to church and 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 guiding you in the right direction your life would be better but you have to pick your battles you have to educate yourself you got to put the work in And you got to give God the glory.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. Oh, Pastor Yelder, I I want you to put in a special, uh, as usual, and customary prayer uh, for the Faith-Based Cause Initiative. We're looking forward to working with you. Uh, Listeners, on behalf, again, of the Faith-Based Cause Initiative, my name is Carvel Jones. I'm the executive to our chairman, Mr. Gregory Garland and Dr. Pastor William Gravely. I want to bid you a, a, a very farewell, and thank you so much. Thank you so much. For listening to this particular episode and we're going to look forward to hearing more from Pastor Yelder in our next episodes to come thank you so much